RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. There has been a lot of uncertainty regarding the future of the ski fields on Mount Ruapehu and the local council and the mayor have been waiting for a cabinet decision um, as to whether they would back bidders for Ruapehu Alpine lifts. Weston Curtin is the mayor for the Ruapehu district. He joins me now. And Weston, you must be feeling a lot more relaxed because the cabinet have come out and backed two bidders, right? Absolutely. Well, it's not only backing the two bidders, but it's the fact that they are underwriting the debts and the issues around the structure of the two mountains. And I guess, yes, I'm happy that we've got something to consider. And, of course, in a week's time, we'll be voting, or at least the uh, creditors will be voting on those proposals. And there's um, hope that everyone uh, sees uh, this has been a move forward and that uh, we get on the job of opening the mountains and that um, everyone can actually enjoy, hopefully, the benefits of having a ski season. How much of a close-run thing has this been, Weston? Well, it's been a huge issue, of course, uh, because we've had uh, COVID, we've had a bad ski season last year. A lot of the community uh, businesses associated with the mountain have actually struggled. They've been bleeding to death uh, in some cases, uh, so that's been a huge a question as to whether or not we can open the mountain uh, or the ski season up. And uh, the government, of course, uh, whilst it's not their core business and they don't have a great shareholding in this, they've actually seen uh, the like to actually ensure that, you know, that it's an even playing field and that, um, you know, they're going to play their uh, game, as it were, and um, and actually, you know, help us over the line. So uh, the government putting in what they are is, in, is amazing and uh, hopefully we can actually uh, agree in principle uh, to it going forward. Do you have a feeling for how that uh, creditor's vote could go? Well, it's premature because there's so many stakeholders and uh, balls in the air at the moment. Uh, we've got Iwi, of course, who agreed that they weren't part of the process to start with and they've got on a long-standing issue uh, with the mountain and the mechanics around it. We've got uh, the lifetime pass holders, of course, who are a major stakeholder in the business of skiing, for good reason, long history there. And then, of course, uh, the government is saying, well, we want to see some different sort of model uh, that reflects a more corporate-type structure for the mountain moving forward. So we don't repeat, uh, I guess, some of the issues that uh, the other companies were faced with in the past. So um, I guess it's, you know, respecting the fact that the government are putting in a lot of money uh, and a lot of time into this, and um, I think we've got to respect that, and also unify our community to sort of focus on, you know, seeing the open, seeing the lights turned on, and get on with the job of, um, you know, promoting the ski fields. What would have the impact have been? I know this is a what could have been question, but you know, it's interesting to ask it. If the ski fields were closed, or that that went into liquidation, and the assets weren't picked up and the business wasn't carried on. What sort of impact would that have been on your immediate region? It's um, I haven't got the detail of exactly what it uh, means for our community in terms of money, uh, but it's in the order of uh, 80 to $100 million. And, of course, along with that, of course, is the number of jobs that it creates not only directly involved the ski fields on a season-by-season basis, but all the infrastructure around that and the contractors, the schools, uh, the whole community is impacted on it, of course. 
so it just rips apart the you know, fabric of our society and it's a long-term issue. So that's why the stakes are high to get this ski season up and running. Um, and this is not a natural disaster. We're talking about, uh, you know, a situation where we can actually fix it by putting something in place that is sustainable and long-term. And so I hope that all the stakeholders uh, that are going to be voting see common sense in actually getting the ski field up and running uh, and, of course, uh, have an important part to play in moving forward. What about the uh, role of local iwi? Um, you mentioned that they, and I, I think there's been a letter written which uh, indicates that um, that uh, there was a lack of, or very limited, alarmingly limited consultation by MB to date with stakeholders. I'm reading here from the news, most importantly with local iwi. Why do you think there's that feeling there's a deep feeling, of course, with the mountain. It's meant a lot to local iwi. There's a number of iwi that are associated with uh, each side of the uh, mountain. And so, for good reason, they feel that they've been left out of the you know, negotiations and out of the tent when it comes to these sorts of activities. And when you're dealing with commercial uh, activity and talking you know, to, with the Department of Conservation, I guess it's the fact that... Um, it's not as though they don't understand. It's just the fact that um, you know some of these organisations fall short of involving the right people uh, to get things under uh, over the line. So I guess we can all learn from that. And uh, I know as local government, uh, we have an obligation as partners uh, to involve iwi, regardless of what activity it is, uh, that they are included and that they feel included. And uh, it's an important part uh, of our business to actually do that. Okay, so realistically, um, to sort of get in the groove for this ski season, how how quickly does this whole thing have to come up to speed again to time it with, you know, with nature, let's say? I can only um, relay what I know, and that is that it's vital that we get the ski season up and running. We know that the most of the snow will come in July, uh, and uh, we're getting good indicators that uh, the snow is, uh, you know, up there. Uh, we do have, of course, a lot of snowmaking equipment that can actually start the season off in a sort of a smaller way, and um, as the season progresses, more snow comes. But to answer the second part of the question, uh, it's, um, you know, it's up to the individual operators to get cracking. From what I understand, they are ready, and they do have, uh, their infrastructure and ready and readiness of a decision by the government to actually allow them to get a go ahead. So the assets will be transferred. The people power and the assets that they need to get it up and running uh, is is available to them immediately. Uh, and it's just a matter of timing to get uh, you know people involved uh, straight away. But of course, everyone's anxious that um, that takes place sooner rather than later. It'll be a huge disappointment if it's voted down, for example, and we don't uh, see a ski season, uh, as we indicated earlier. Yeah, and 130 jobs were lost, I think, when the uh, operation went into voluntary administration last October. How many of those jobs are local, Weston? Well, of course, they endeavoured to get as many local people as possible. That's a priority that they have, and it's obviously an advantage. But the, once the word goes out that uh, they are um, going to be, you know, taking over the assets, then it gives a bit more uh, security and uh, surety from the employee point of view to come on board and, um, you know, work the ski fields. But, of course, everyone's up in the air waiting. 
But it, you know, like you mentioned, hundred odd jobs. Multiply that by five, uh, and gives you an indication of the level of um, employment that's available uh, when we do have a ski season. And then multiply that again by five when we consider all the people that are associated with the mountain. You know, contractors, even the local schools, for example, are affected by it. So we a lot of stake here, and um, I'm just hopeful that uh, in a week's time. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, you know, people, um, you know, encouraging people to come and enjoy our ski field. Well, not long to wait, really. Only a week. Let's see what happens. But thanks for taking <laughs> a bit of time out to uh, give us your reaction to that news that's uh, come through. And and let's see what happens in a week. I'll we'll talk to you soon. Thanks very much for the opportunity. Weston Curtin, the Mayor of the Ruapehu District on RCR. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.